You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast. We are your hosts, Evie McLeod and Lindsay Roman. Welcome back to the show where we spill the tea, share our wins, losses, lessons learned, and overall just navigate this crazy world of entrepreneurship together. Now we've got some big and super important news to share with you today. So grab your favorite beverage, cozy up, and let's have a heart-to-heart girl chat. All right. So here's the deal. We have been doing some serious soul searching, analyzing, and lots of praying and seeking the Lord behind the scenes of this company lately. And we have come to a big decision. A shift is coming to the heart. And trust us when we say that it has not been an easy one. We have been torn. We've questioned ourselves a thousand times, but ultimately we feel so much peace and excitement and know that it's the Lord's next step for us. Now, you already know we believe in transparency, authenticity, and keeping it raw, and that's exactly what you can expect from this conversation. No sugarcoating, no filters, just a genuine girl chat where we share the story of how we came to this decision and explain what this shift means for you, our incredible heart family. Now, we don't want to spill the beans just yet because we want you to stick around for the whole episode, but we promise it's going to be worth it. We'll dive into the details, share our fears, our excitements, and discuss how this change will actually benefit or impact you. So if you've been on this journey with us, or you just want to learn from our own process here, or if you're just curious about what's happening behind the scenes of the Heart University, this is the episode for you. So without further ado, let's dive right on in and spill the tea. We will catch you on the other side. Folio Albums is a UK-based album supplier specializing exclusively in fine art printing with sustainability at the core of everything they do. The products are of the highest quality, handcrafted by a highly skilled team in their own Yorkshire workshop. They provide a free album design service and a range of helpful photographers' resources to support your business. Their exceptional client experience team are on hand for any questions or advice. You can even book a free virtual showroom session to check out the products and meet their team. Head over to www.folioalbums.com and use code HEARTHUSTLE40 to receive a 40% discount off a studio sample album. You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast with Evie Rupp and Lindsay Roman, two photographers turned entrepreneurs and founders of the Heart University. If you're a creative entrepreneur or a motivated dreamer wanting to make the most of your life, this podcast is for you. Each week, Evie and Lindsay bring you actionable tools to uplevel your business and life. So if you're ready to step up to the plate and pursue your God-given potential, you're in the right place. You're ready to live your life and run your business to its fullest? Then buckle up, because here are your hosts, Evie and Lindsay. All right, hello, friend. I was talking to you, Evie. Oh, hello. (laughs) (laughs) I fully thought you were saying it to like the listener. I mean, also the listener. Hi, friend. Um, If if the title grabbed your attention, (laughs) one, don't freak out, but we, we do have some, some big, it's a big bomb drop. Not well. It's a big, it's a big update, a business update, a life update. There's a, there's a lot of updating happening here. (laughs) You said that weird. I I was going to say a lot of updates and then I was like updating. Oh, well, whatever. Updating. A lot Uh, of changes. Yes. A lot of changes, um, coming to our lives, but, but mostly the heart as, I would say the the back end mostly. Um, I don't know if it'll really be super noticeable on the front end, like from your li- you as the listeners like perspective. But we'll we'll get into it. So spark notes for this whole conversation. The Heart University is changing, and uh, we're gonna show what that'll look like. But we're gonna start first with like the beginning of like we, how, how we got, we to, this got to this decision and where this decision is coming from for us. Yes, beautiful, Evie, take the floor. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's start with. When I was born, I'm just kidding. (laughs) In all seriousness, from the time, I mean, I was a little girl, my, my vision and my dreams. (laughs) Okay. That doesn't sound much different. You literally literally go, well, the time I was born, just kidding. When I was a little girl, (laughs) it sounds no different. I'm going to say one sentence, then I'll move on to the more present day. So from the time I was little, I have always felt that my biggest, like, desire, calling, dream has been to be a wife and a mother and to be able to be really fully present with my kids. And so in my entrepreneurial journey, and as I've started, you know, all of my companies, all of my businesses, that has always been top of mind and forefront of mind of wanting to build businesses. Yes, because I'm so passionate about entrepreneurship. Lindsay and I both are, but also keeping in mind that 
I want the flexibility and the freedom in these companies and in these businesses to be able to be a primarily stay-at-home mom um, or a full-time mom first and then business coming second. Mm -hmm. And I don't, I didn't ever want to work full-time for the rest of my life or, you know, until retirement. I always knew that when I started having kids, my businesses would be shifting down. So as I built them, I kept that in mind that, Hey, these businesses need to come under that ultimate goal or this big desire and not take it over. Oh, are you done? Was that it? Yeah. I feel like that was a good synopsis. Yeah, no, that was great. (laughs) No, that wasn't mocking. I was just like curious because I thought you were... Okay. Yeah. So that was like your dream. Yeah. I feel like... And and always. Yes. And I feel like you, you and I have been like from the day we started the heart, we've always been like, I have communicated that to you. You've known that. Mm -hmm. And both of us have wanted to really build businesses that allow us all the financial and the time freedom combined in the world to do what we want. Even like, yes, to be moms. But I even feel like for you, there was in starting your business, you were just like, I just want the freedom to be my own boss to choose, you know, Yes. How much I work, when I work, where I work. And as you're having kids, you're, you know, shifting more and more again into like, oh yeah, motherhood. Mm-hmm. I feel like, is that right? No, a hundred percent. Well, and yeah. I, I have always been an advocate that you can do both. And I still a hundred percent stand by that. It just doing both. Uh, and when I say both, I mean like business owning and motherhood. Mm-hmm. I don't think you can do both at 100% at the same time. Yes. Yeah. At the same time, one has to give. Um, and I think for me, the last I've, I've been doing both and, and our vision for the heart in the last, like probably three years specifically has been to scale it to a point where me and Evie are purely sitting in the visionary founder CEO, CEO seats. I, maybe not even CEO though. Like, honestly, like I, I depends on how you define CEO. Like maybe I'm thinking like COO, but Mm-hmm. I'm also thinking like a CEO is somebody who runs the company. I, I could see like, based on what we were, have always been saying, like I could see us foreseeing, I can't talk. <laughs> I could see us the way that we've always talked, like scaling so that we like are the faces of the company and like do the podcast and like teach. But like, that's it. I guess that is the CEO. Technically. I feel like that's um, the CEO. Yeah. 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 Operations um, would be COO. Yes. Yes. So we've, in the last three years, our plan and vision has and, and actions have always been to try to scale this company to keep growing and growing and growing, but to get us out of the daily grind. The especially, <laughs> yes, yes, you're right. Um, especially as I became a mom and like, obviously I, I was like full-time entrepreneur and Andrew took up the role of full-time dad. Um, but in the last like year, me and Andrew have had like our personal, like our personal uh, goals as a family have been, I, I want to be more present with my kids. And he has this desire in him to like want to make money and want to do his own entrepreneurial thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for the last year, we've always had this goal of like both doing both and me pulling way back on work and him like almost ramping up on work um, in that capacity. And so that's been our goal. And obviously that has always aligned with like Evie's goal of like, she wanted to like kind of before she has kids or as she starts having kids, um, you know, she wanted to Start pulling back. Start pulling back. And like, mm-hmm. I think our perfect world was like, hey, let's work w- on the heart for like an hour or two a week. And yeah. in order to do that, but still have a growing business that is building financially and also just like robustly and still serving you, yeah. th- the only way that that really works is to have a COO that's like managing mm-hmm. that like almost everyone else sub- uh, goes to. Yeah. And then like, we're, we're just like visionary people. If that makes sense. I said that weird visionary people. Like we're the CEOs. The CEOs. Yeah. So this company, the heart has grown so much and so fast over the last few years, like mm-hmm. five years. It has literally like from the minute we started it, we never saw it being what it is today. Like, and, and in a good way, like we never foresaw the growth. We didn't, we didn't start this company being like, we're going to make millions. We're going to, you know, serve tens of thousands of entrepreneurs. Like we didn't start it that way. We started it with one photography workshop to serve fellow photographers as we were building our photography businesses. Mm -hmm. And it's been so incredible beyond words to have this company just year after year growing and getting bigger, building our team, serving more people. Like it has been so incredible, but it has also been like challenging and difficult because like Lindsay said, we have stayed in the COO seats 
um, and the CEO seats and kind of like managing day-to-day operations, even though we've outsourced a ton and, and brought in our team, it's just been really tricky, especially in the last few years, like full transparency moment with you guys. We have tried in a few different ways, hiring literal, like extremely expensive, you know, people to come onto our team to try to step into that, like more COO or CMO seats or whatever. And it, there's been like, it felt like the door has kind of been closed for the last three years on this. It's like like, resistance against resistance against resistance. Yeah. And not just saying like, it's been, yeah, it's been difficult, but I mean, entrepreneurship is, especially as you're like growing and scaling and like, there's a lot happening and there's lots of moving parts and pieces, which is what the heart is. And we're, it it was, it became, it's, yeah, it's more than just difficult. It, we started, which we didn't fully realize that until this year. And we'll get to that in a second, but we didn't realize at the time we were just thinking, Oh, this is just the the resistance of doing business. Like we're, we're pushing uphill. Of course, it's going to take effort. And there is is definitely a a jump from like, there's like a jump from like zero to a hundred K there's obviously a different jump from a hundred K to a million. And And then the million, the million to the, what would be the next 10 million? 10 million. I feel like it's the biggest, is the biggest shift because you can bootstrap and like brute force to a million. But once you hit that, if you're trying to grow, you have to do things differently. Yes. Yes. And so literally since 2020, even before that, but like, especially since 2020, we've been intentionally trying to do things differently. Like that has been our focus with this company has been okay to grow it, shift this. Yes. To grow it, but also like not us out as it Mm -hmm. continues to grow it more, like the momentum continues. We wanted to like start pulling ourselves out. Yeah. Which still like I, I'm what I'm really proud of for us, even though like basically we're what we're going to get to is like, Hey, this didn't work so well. Clearly we said like, Hey, it felt like the doors were closing. Um, I'm really proud of us for the fact that we knew what we were wanting to work towards. And we, it wasn't like we got completely blindsided and yeah. didn't realize how much this company was overtaking our lives or, you know, whatever. It's like, no, we, we had clarity on what we were working towards. And we spent three years pushing uphill, trying to get to that end result before realizing wait, this isn't a hill that we're going up. This actually might be a closed door that we're trying to push against that the Lord is saying no to, which, yeah, just to give like some context, like we would, we would try to pull ourselves out of the business and, or bring somebody else in or shift something in the, in the company. And it felt like either it would not work or a, like a forest fire would blaze up where we just tried to step out and we'd have to like rush back in mm-hmm. and, and throw water on it and solve the, like fix the issue. And it ended up actually leading in the last three years trying to completely shift the business model has actually led to a lot more stress and a lot more work for Lindsay and I. And we kind of ended up getting this spring was kind of the eye-opening like breaking point, I guess you could say, where we started realizing, wait, this might be more than just, you know, the uphill effort. This might be something bigger. So yeah. Well, and I want to say like, I don't think anytime that there's resistance to something, I think I don't want to confuse that with just like, oh, it's just hard. Like, like, or, or, or to say that like, if anything is hard, oh, you should just like quit pursuing that thing. Or hard does not it. equal bad. Not yeah, at all. exactly. Um, but I think there is an area of discernment, especially for believers where if, if you, if every single avenue that you've tried to do keeps turning a, a shut door after a, a while of doing that, you almost have to look at it and be like, God or are you intentionally shutting doors because this is no longer the path mm-hmm. that that we're meant to go on? Um, and we both separately had that epiphany this spring. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Evie, do you, well, do you, should I go first or should you go first? It's up to you. I'll go first. Okay. okay. So this spring I had my third baby, Joe. Um, and I, I took like a three month maternity leave and I've taken maternity leaves with all three of our girls. Um, but every time I took the maternity leave with both Eloise and Annalise, I would come back after like two to three months and be like, yep. Okay. Let's go. Like, let's groove. Um, I'm like still hundred percent super excited. down, excited to be mom entrepreneur. And not that I don't now, I still love being mom entrepreneur. Um, but it, there was never a thought in my brain in either of those maternity leaves that made me go like, Oh, I want to be a stay at home mom. Like never, never. Um, and I still don't technically want to do that, but I will say, uh, when 
I had Joe this spring. I took a maternity leave and I, I was completely out of the business. Meanwhile, like Evie, which she'll get into it, but Evie <laughs> was managing launches and like heavy stuff mm-hmm. while I was out. So like it all fell on her shoulders and I, I don't know. It literally is the Lord. It literally yeah. is the Lord because I don't have any other explanation for it. I have never felt in a maternity leave or even a season of life where I craved so wholeheartedly just motherhood and, and a slower pace of life. And just, Evie's talked about this a lot of like, Oh, I just want to bake sourdough and play in a garden (laughs) and be a mom. And I would always be like, yes, Evie, like, so love that for you. Um, I feel like like you would even sometimes be like, I'm totally on the same page. And I would be like, I don't know if you fully understand what I'm saying. And I feel like this spring you were like, oh, I get it. Right. (laughs) Because I think, I think like before I was always like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want those things. But like, girl boss, like I want to be, I want to be Jasmine star. Like that's where like my brain always went. Like I want to speak on stages. Not that I'm still saying like, I don't, it's not that I don't want to do any of those things. So I'm getting to the point, but this was the first maternity leave where I was like, wow, I had the time to just sit and read a book and play with my girls. And before I was always like, oh no, but I always want to be doing something. I always Mm want to be like being in meetings and like speaking on stages. And again, I still want to do those things, but it, the Lord definitely pressed on my heart. I think more of the nurturing season of motherhood. And he really opened my eyes to the season that I'm in, which is they are only this little right now. And I don't want to spend this season of my life when they are so impressionable, so young, being locked in a, in a room from nine to five hustling over something that feels like we're just continually hitting a wall that it doesn't work. And meanwhile, they're growing up and I'm not witnessing it. That's really what I think hit me while I was on maternity leave. And I was just like, I like had no desire whatsoever to work like at all, which obviously when I came back, like I got into it again, you know, like I was like, okay, but still that just opened my eyes so much to the type of lifestyle that I was like, Oh, it's not that I want to be a stay at home mom. I know we did that episode with Addison. Ironically, we recorded that like right in the middle of this, like thought process is decision-making for us. (laughs) Right. Cause Addison's story was like, no, Jesus told me to drop it completely. And I'm doing that. Um, for me, it's, it's not that I want to drop it completely or that I feel him telling me to, but I, I no longer, I think, want to go after brute force girl boss hustle while also trying to be a stay at home mom. It's like, I, I want to do both, but I want the, the business part of that both to be something that isn't necessarily me trying to reach for the stars and brute force hustle and like requires me to like be on meetings every week and and requires me to just give forth so much effort just to like try to like stay above or stay afloat if that makes sense um yeah it's so like staying what, on top of the extreme growth that we've yes experienced because it, it almost feels like we built a beautiful life-changing monster. I want to say beautiful life <laughs> because, because like, to be fair, like I, I am so, 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 so freaking proud. Like it could make me, it may, will make me cry thinking of what we've done with this company, with yeah. this podcast, with just the brand in general, like everything that we've done, the workshops, the conference, like literally everything. It has changed my life. It is yeah. like financially giving us so much blessing. And mm-hmm. it, it, I hope you hearing this, like, I hope it has changed your life too. Like I yeah. hope that, it has been the biggest blessing to you. Um, but when I looked at like, I don't want to keep doing something. This sounds like we're, it's not this bad guys. The heart is not closing down. I will just say that right now. (laughs) As I'm talking, I'm like, this sounds bad. Okay. But it is, okay. Um, It is changing. It is changing. But I just, yeah, I didn't want to keep doing something that did not feel aligned where like, while I'm missing my girls' lives. Like I finally realized I was like, Hey, brute force hustle and and chasing on a hamster wheel of success. I don't want, I want off of the hamster wheel. Yep. I want off of it. And I want to learn how to garden. I'm not a gardener. I kill my plants, but I want to learn how to garden. (laughs) We can garden together. Beautiful. (laughs) Beautiful. So that, that was what I was experiencing in the spring of 2023. Evie, would you like to (laughs) show your, um, share your perspective? Yes. Let me say first and foremost, let me back up for a second before I get into like specifically spring of 2023. So I told you my whole life always been this desire and vision to move towards 
having a lot more time to be stay-at-home wife, stay-at-home mom. So I would say, like I, I've shared this before, but I burnt out so heavily in 2021. And that was a big shift year for me where I felt like my desire, like kind of what Lindsay experienced this spring was my desire like three years ago. So about three years ago, I started feeling this nudge from the Lord and I knew it was God. I knew it was the shift. It was the year that I became a wife. Um, it was the year that I moved, you know, it was just, it was a lot of things. And I felt God start to shift me into like, Hey, you know, it's time to start preparing. That didn't mean like, oh, it's, this is your year now, drop everything and be a a wife and a mother full-time and do nothing else. I didn't feel that at all. I just definitely felt God was like, hey, it's time to start preparing for building your family, for being a wife, be able to be much more present at home. My like feminine side just freaking exploded in that year. And I was like, literally, which I've shared on the podcast before and on social media, my desire to be a homemaker and to cook and garden and bake and, you know, prepare for babies just accelerated to no end. And so what that meant with the heart was Lindsay and I started taking it really seriously. We'd been working on, you know, the business model shift that we talked about for like a year at that point. But I really started having some serious conversations with Lindsay of like, hey, I really need this to start shifting. Because once I have a kid, I will be the full-time like mother caretaker. Not saying that I won't still work and won't still run my, you know, some of my companies, but I will no longer be working full-time. Once I ha- pop a baby out of me, like there is, I will not be a full-time, you know, 40-hour a week entrepreneur anymore. And so that was like my, like already I was feeling that for like two years, I felt like that desire and that pull strongly. And it was like every month that would pass, it was like getting stronger and stronger. And so what happened for me this spring was it felt like, cause at the beginning of this year, we basically, we basically made another shift within our internal team. So we'd, we'd, moved forward, hoping to get to this end result. We realized it wasn't working. So we went back to the drawing board um, and we're like, okay, well now here, we're going to implement this new plan was kind of the beginning of this year. We're like, great. All right. We're going to implement this new strategy, this new plan to get us to this ultimate goal that we're working towards. And it was, we were all at the beginning of the year, like, okay, I think this, you know, this could work, blah, blah, blah. And I started feeling again, I was like, man, I feel like we're still back at the drawing board again after three years of working. This is still going to take another year or two to build out this new business model. And I'm like, I'm getting closer and closer to, you know, having a kid. Okay, let's see how this goes. So I was already feeling that beginning of this year. Then Lindsay leaves office for maternity leave. And I was handling everything again, which got a little out of control. There was a lot because we were having a lot of internal team shifts and like basically offboarding some team and onboarding new team. And there was a gap between some of those where I had to take on all responsibilities for some of the departments. While we're launching. So while we are actively in launches and I just had, you know, a huge life shift of completely uprooting, moving across the country, being in a new place, just having gone through our miscarriage our house was flooded in Florida and like all my desire was to like have a baby and be settling into a home. And I was sitting here like in full blown, like 60 hours a week, girl boss mode again on my own, which I do not do too super great on my own. I'm like a community person. I am like Lindsay and I talk through all these big decisions. You know, if we need to pivot through stuff, like I call her, she calls me. So doing it on my own is already like an added stressor. And then it was just a crazy like business season for us that those few months were some of the most intense, the hardest had since like 2021, which is a crazy launch year for us. We went absolutely insane. Um, And so for me, I ended up just like mentally, emotionally kind of falling apart again. I could feel myself like starting to slip down the slope of burnout again. And Landon and I started having some serious conversations. And I was like, you know, dramatically in the moment where I was feeling so tired, I was like, if I could quit it all tomorrow, I would. And he was like, wow, that is a statement. And I was like, yeah, you know, feel like crying in that moment because I was so stressed out about some work stuff and overwhelmed. And he's like, okay, let's, let's dig into that. Like, what do you actually mean there? And so we started having him and I having these honest conversations. And I was like, he's like, do you love what you're doing with the heart? And I was like, I love this company and I love the impact that we're making. But the day to day is becoming like, I'm just tired. I'm like really tired of like working so hard in this company 
and feeling like we're not seeing these results towards this big company shift that we've been like working towards. And this is like so vulnerable, y'all. But it was a moment for me where I was like, I'm really tired. So I started then at that point, started to praying into like, God, are we, are we doing, are, are we on the right path? Like trying to, cause the company has kept growing. And so as it's growing, it's more and more responsibility, more and more work, more and more things to do more and more on the table as far as, you especially know, without a C E or C O O. Yes. And, and it got to the point too, you know, we tried to hire some really high, like C level people onto our team. And then stuff went South with a couple of them in a couple different reasons. And, and then it would throw Lindsay and I back into like, we'd grow. <laughs> Let me tell you this. We would grow to doing more with the heart because we'd hired people to, to handle it. Mm-hmm. And then we would come back to the drawing board and realize the results aren't there or this isn't connecting or, you know, whatever. Well, and it's we like would, you, you would hire people to, to grow it and then it didn't grow it. So the, but then you're spending more money and the results mm-hmm. aren't coming in. So it's like, what? Okay. Or then we would have to, like, we would bring on more responsibility. Like we're doing more things mm-hmm. and then we would have to let those people go. And then Lindsay and I would be responsible for maintaining those tasks right. that we had just on the hamster wheel. Exactly. So if, now you, now you've built it up to a thing where people expect this Yeah. and you've outsourced it, but yeah. now it's not resulting. Yeah. yeah. And it's like the heart. That's the thing too, is like, that's, that was part of our heart as we like, we're having these conversations where like the heart has so much potential. It is clearly still growing and growing and growing like day mm-hmm. after day, month after month, we are growing, but that because we haven't found the magic like combination of shifting paths to be less of Lindsay and I day to day while still maintaining the growth, it required Lindsay and I to be doing more and more and more, which was leading us down this path that we did not want to be down. And we have basically tried for three years to shift paths. And every time we get on the path and start going for like a few miles or whatever, we end up somehow hitting a roadblock and having to go back to the other path and being like, well, now we're back on the hamster wheel. Yeah. I mean, uh, some examples that maybe would ground kind of what Evie's talking about for if anybody's been around the heart or just like in our community and have followed us for a while or listened to the podcast for a while, um, earlier at the beginning of this year and realizing, Hey, let's not put money and time and energy towards, towards things that aren't moving the bottom line and really hone in. Um, so one of those things was going from two episodes a week on this podcast down to one, which I think was the best decision ever. Um, like our downloads are still going up. I think honestly, we were maybe giving you guys too much content to consume. Um, (laughs) so that was a good one. The other one was discontinuing the caption playbook. We didn't really publicly announce that just because we we didn't need to. But that was a product that we offered um, that was monthly caption subscriptions. Mm-hmm. Um, and just with the direction that Instagram was going and just like the effort that we were putting in as a team and the outcome, it just, it, it no longer was an aligned product. And so we were like, okay, let's discontinue that. And so there's obviously choices that we've made, but you also notice we intentionally haven't, like what started the heart was obviously workshops and then courses. Mm-hmm. We haven't done like a new live launch of a course in since 2021. And that's been obviously very intentional because that was part of the, the brute force hustle that we were just like, we don't want to be on this hamster wheel anymore. And in order for us personally to not be on the hamster wheel, like something's got to change. Um, and we wanted to shift to our focus, which was kind of the frustrating part was like, we were like, okay, instead of creating new products, Let's work on the back end of building Mm -hmm. out structures and systems that can continue to serve people with what we currently have without us having to make more. And then it can be automated and systemized and evergreen and and flowing. And we just kept hitting dead ends. And it's, it's really humbling to say that because it's like, we are business educators. We're, you know, we have whole evergreen systems. We have whole funnels. We have all this stuff that we have built that we have, you know, in a lot of ways taught on that we've talked to friends about like as you know, evergreen educators and and stuff. And it didn't make sense to us. Like, why is this not clicking? Why is this not working? And we felt, and and there is a lot of this that's accurate that like, we learned a lot. We didn't Mm -hmm. do things perfectly. We, you know, we made mistakes on, you know, certain people that we may have hired, or I guess there's probably just one person and that, you know, whatever. Um, Others were just, it was different situations, different things. Like we've made mistakes as the CEOs that led to some of the friction or or lack of results. Mm-hmm. But it also wasn't until this spring that we started realizing, wait, is this just the Lord? Like, could it be that God is like trying to tell us like, no, more is not necessarily better. 
right now in this season, like more continuing to build the heart more and more and like trying to build out this whole infrastructure and business model that supports the more, 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 more is not actually what I have for you in this season. Mm -hmm. And that was so wild for us. So when Lindsay came back into office from her maternity leave. And I had no idea. That's the other thing. I had no idea where Lindsay was at mentally and emotionally Mm -hmm. or like, you know, whatever with the heart and with this, like this season. And I was like, oh gosh, what if we aren't on the same page? Like, what if I come to her and I'm like, Hey, something's got to shift for me. Cause I can't keep doing this like for years on end. And like, you know, especially looking towards having kids sometimes in the next year or two, like I just don't know how much longer I can do this like model, the hamster wheel. Mm -hmm. And I had no idea where she was at. So it was such a God thing too, that she came back from like the most peaceful and restful three months (laughs) (laughs) and was like, actually we had opposite experiences for three months, but it led us to the exact same feeling of Mm -hmm. something needs to shift. Which is so wild because like, had you felt this way at any other time of my, like I have other maternity leaves, you would have been like, what the frick? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I maybe not, but like, like it's a hundred percent the Lord. Like that's how yeah. you know when something like when you all of a sudden feel something that you hadn't felt that way. Yeah. It, like when you lean into the Lord and like, it, it, I don't know how to explain it. It's hard to quantify it in words of just like the peace that surrounds your, your, your soul. And just when you think of something and when you see a vision of, of the future that, yeah. that maybe you didn't before, like before I would always be like, Oh no, I want to, like, I want to keep building this business. I want to build to be like a Jenna Kutcher or a Jasmine Star or an Amy Porterfield. Like, that's what we're building towards. That's mm-hmm. what we're going to do. Like, those girls are moms. I can do it. Like, yeah. that's always been like in the back of my mind, like the the vision of slowing down wedding photography and being a quote unquote girl boss. Um, and not that g- girl bossing is bad. We love a girl boss. We love all those women that I just said. But yeah. I will say... It, this was the first time that I felt like, oh, God, like I don't want to like, th- I feel like you are closing a door for a reason. Like mm-hmm. you are putting this resistance in our path as a wake up call that we haven't been like listening mm-hmm. or that we finally are like, oh, okay, <laughs> is this or, you? <laughs> is this okay? I see what's happening. <laughs> yeah. So we spent a lot of time. I mean, I'm talking like weeks. Mm-hmm. of time in prayer. We spent hours in conversation with each other discussing, you know, what are we feeling? What do we think God is saying? How has God spoken to you? How has he confirmed this? Are we sure? What would this look like? How would this affect our community? How would this affect our team? Because that's one of our biggest things is yes, Lindsay and I are the founders and CEOs of this company. And yes, we handle so much of the day to day. And yes, it has impacted our lives both incredibly powerfully, but also, you know, in the last few years, there's been very difficult elements of it. And so it does affect us. But at the end of the day, we care so much about our team, our internal team and our community. And that was one of our biggest concerns was what would this look like? You know, if we do shift or redirect or, you know, change the the ultimate like direction trajectory that we've mm-hmm. been working towards what does this look like and how does this impact and we just yeah. felt so much peace on the direction that we have chosen and that we're going to now kind of like break down for you it just we were like and since we made that decision confirmation after confirmation yeah. in so many different ways um has just like made itself known yeah. um and it's been just such a uh peace-filled season when on the front end or from like the outward perspective, it almost doesn't make sense. Like no one has conversations like this where we talk openly and vulnerably, vulnerably about like choosing to decrease a business or even quit a business. Like no one talks about that. Also even choosing like straight up choosing to leave millions of dollars on the table. Literally. Literally. Without a single doubt, we are walking away and we know that from millions, but mm-hmm. we're also very confident that God is saying this and we're like, okay, where you lead, we will follow because trying to pursue something that he is not leading us towards will only ever end terribly. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I think maybe Evie said this in the intro or did I do the intro? No, you did the intro, whatever. Um, I, something that I think I was like, oh, cause again, like she said, our entire goal is to 
like make sure that our team and also you, our listener, our community, like our heart family, like you are taken care of. That is the entire purpose of this company. Yeah. And in this decision, uh, we were like, I, I don't like, I'm almost, I don't want to do it because I don't want to let anybody down. I don't yeah. want to, um, like hurt anybody or, or put anybody in a, in a bad position or, or whatever it was. And something that God kind of like showed me was you can't sacrifice like your livelihood and your sanity just for other people. Yeah. Like it, because at the end of the day, then that's actually not blessing you or, or like our team, because it's, it's, if we continue to like go in the direction that we're going and burn ourselves out and then like, I, I'm still like working nine to five every single Monday through Friday. And it's not getting me the life that I know God is pulling me towards, especially yeah. with my kids right now. Then like, that's where bitterness comes in. That's where resentment comes in. And that's where like, we would not be serving you with the best products and the best like events or anything like that. If that was the case, because like we would be working from a place of burnout and all the time. There's an element of like, you know, as believers, we believe so much in like loving your neighbor as yourself and, you know, like looking outward and serving others before you would, would serve yourself. But there's also an element of truth that if God is calling us to, you know, make a decision or to do something for the health and well-being of ourselves, that means it's also for the health and well-being of others around us. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if, well, and I would also say like, I, I know, I'm prioritizing my family yeah. above the person that's probably listening to this. Yeah. Well, okay. This sounds literally, this whole thing sounds like we're quitting. We're not. Okay. We're not. Like, okay. So let's actually, let's talk about that though. Let's talk about exactly what this looks like. So basically what we felt peace on was God closing the door to us continuing, at least in the season. And this can always, this could change. God could, you know, bring the perfect COO into our lives and, or, you know, whatever. There's so many stuff could change. So, whoa, so many stuff, so many things could change down the road. And we are so open to whatever God calls, whenever he calls. But for but right at now, the same time, like I want to, I, I don't want to bank on that. Like no. I want to confidently say like, this, this is, is the direction we're moving in. This is the direction we're moving in. And also, even though something could change down the road, we are not currently planning on it. We are not making plans for any shift back. Uh-huh. Like we are, we are downshifting the heart. We are changing the day to day, especially for us on the back end. It, it's probably not going to look super jarring from the front end, but for us on the back end, it's going to look radically different. Calling all entrepreneurs. If you are ready for a business boost in 2023, if you're tired of feeling alone or struggling to figure this entrepreneur thing out by yourself, then fabulous, we have your solution. We are hosting our second in-person business conference in Dallas, Texas from October 10th through 12th, 2023. And let me just say that this is not your traditional boring corporate conference either. Like, do you know, Evie and I? Yes. The Heart Conference is a place for creative business owners and dreamers of all kinds to come together, experience community, learn business and marketing strategies that will help you grow and scale your business, all while having the best freaking time of your life. Get ready to be empowered in your business and life so you can go out and break down every barrier that is holding you back from achieving your goals. Our speaker lineup includes Lorianne Kuntz, Natalie Frank, Shay Cochran, Jai Long, Lindsay, and myself. And our keynote speaker is Amy freaking Borderfield. Just, I'm just going to pause to have our collective jaws drop for that moment. Okay. Basically, are you ready to explode your business and build community in just three days? Because that is what this event will be. It is time to learn some hardcore marketing and sales strategies that will grow your business beyond what you could have ever imagined. Get paid to do what you love. Speak with the heart of your ideal client. Nip that feeling of loneliness in the bud and connect with community of like-minded entrepreneur besties. Receive over 12 hours of hardcore business education. Dance your pants off at our heart dance party and listen to seven industry leaders teach you everything they know. (sighs) Yeah, it's a lot. That took a lot to say. It's just three days, but it's going to be packed full of so much goodness. Yes, if you are ready to give your business a jumpstart in 2023 and lead in your business empowered, then come join us at the Heart Conference. You can find out more at theheartuniversity.com forward slash conference. If you're enjoying what you're getting in this podcast for free, then you're about to get your mind blown with what we offer in our educational courses. If you're ready to uplevel your business, serve your clients like never before and reach revenue goals that you barely dared to dream of, then we're ready to help. 
Our courses are packed full of tools, formulas, strategies, and resources to help you kick freaking butt in biz. Whether you choose the photo major, a complete course for photographers, or the content photo minor, a mini course on how to finally slay your content photos for your blog, Insta, headshots, whatever, you will walk away with more knowledge than you ever thought possible. And here's the reality. We are here to see you succeed always and forever. And that is why we created each and every one of these courses. To check them out for yourself, read the reviews and look at each course syllabus, go to theheartuniversity.com forward slash courses. That's theheartuniversity.com forward slash courses. So what does that look like, Lindsay? What is, the, what is yeah, downshifting the heart? What is that going to look like? Well, so as we talked about, okay, what are one, our favorite things to do in the heart? Like, why did we start this company in the first place? in-person events were by far, like that's our bread and butter. That's what we love doing the most. Um, and so that was like one element that we kind of thought of. And then we're like, okay, we also genuinely love this podcast. I literally told Evie, we were talking about like, okay, we were almost, we were like throwing everything on the table and we were being like, what if that didn't exist? Okay. What if we did this? What if that just closed everything down? Like what if we just quit it all, fired everybody and just be like, bye. Yeah. Okay. No, but, but we like, considered everything. <laughs> we considered everything. And something about this podcast, I was like, Evie, we can stop the podcast. That's fine. But I am open to it. But if we do tomorrow, I'm starting my own. <laughs> she's like, I will have a podcast. I need I was like, I love pouring into people in this way. Yeah. Um, so what we came to the conclusion, it, just to down grade the heart in the sense of like, not all the robust backend systems that kind of you have to do in order to actively grow, mm-hmm. like e- weekly emails, freebies, all of that, that comes with marketing and, and ha- having a robust system moving forward pretty much after the 2023 heart conference. Cause no- nothing's really changing until after the conference, after that it's the heart is going to look like one podcast a week, which obviously is what the, this, this part is not changing one podcast a week and one photography workshop a year. And that's pretty much it. Like um, the shop will stay open with mm-hmm. our current products, but we are not actively building out new products. We are not actively building out evergreen funnels to bring in, you know, tons of new people into those products, which is, you know, a lot of right. what we've been working towards that has taken so much. And let me just clarify, like, it, it's not that the reason we're not doing those things is because in order to do those things, mm-hmm. there has to be robust backend systems and full-time teams those things. And, yes, and full-time team members that support launches. those things. Yeah. And then us on weekly meetings, monitoring, managing, vision casting. And yeah. that is where those, the, the weekly grind that yeah. we're trying to get out of happens. Yeah. Um, and so we love our photography workshops. We almost joked that we're like, we're kind of going back to what the heart looked like when we first started it in 2018, where we were doing <laughs> more photography workshops, but we're just doing that now with a podcast. Yeah. And so honestly, I would, the, the, the shop is going to be open and I, I haven't even shared this with Evie, but I feel like we, we grew the heart. We started with photography workshops originally in the beginning. And I, I think as we grew, we wanted, we, we tried to expand the heart a little bit. Like we niched down to just photography and then we expanded. I mean, obviously like more than just photographers listening to the show, like where this mm-hmm. show is not just a photography podcast. Um, and a lot of you listening are not, but a lot of you listening are, um, and even in our shop, like most of our shop, I would say like, uh, is like, like hits the, nail on the head for, for photographers. photographers, but it, it, some products can apply obviously to anybody. Yeah. Um, and obviously like in scaling that, I think it just maybe got convoluted a little bit. Not, I don't know, a little bit, but I think back to the, the crux of like going back to 2018 heart, that's what we love most is those photography workshops and doing this podcast. And so that's kind of where we've landed in what makes the most sense for this us in this season that allows me and Evie to scale back and truly be present moms. Mm -hmm. Um, and something that I think was helpful for us to realize is ever since we started the heart, we've downgraded our own businesses like intentionally. Yeah. But also kind of almost unintentionally a little bit because the heart became this robust thing that had to be managed. I would say intentionally, but like we didn't really have a ton of choice if we were going to build the heart. Right. Which originally we were like, let's do a podcast. Let's do a conference, which I don't regret any of the things, but like 
with all the things like courses, a shop, a digital shop, a podcast, a conference, workshops, like all of those things are robust things that require like a, a system mm-hmm. that, that has to be managed. And so, yeah, we like we both decreased a lot of our photography businesses in order to run those things. Because we um, wanted to give our couples 100% of us too. And we were like, if we're uh, yes. working basically full-time for the heart and then running, you know, different businesses, Lindsay being a mom, I'm running Ivy Swim, like yeah. just different stuff. We were like, okay, well, our couples that we, because we love photography, we never wanted to give it up. We were like, they still need to get 100% of us. So our capacity is much lower and we want to serve a very select number of couples with 100% of us. Yeah. So since the heart started, I would say like, since it became like more of a robust system, I think once we probably launched our first course, the heart has been, and we started downgrading like just our wedding photography. And when I say downgrade, I just mean like decreasing the amount that we do it. Mm-hmm. Um, the heart has been like the the biggest piece of our income. Yeah. And as in this conversation, we were like, what if we don't look at it like that's the biggest piece of our income and therefore time? What if we said, oh, instead we're going to dedicate the majority of our time to something else, whether that was going back to photography or, you know, being a stay-at-home mom and, and you know, our partners, husbands, whatever, like do the, do the bed, the big, money-making piece. Mm -hmm. Like what if it looks like, okay, instead of the heart being the biggest piece of the pie, what if the heart is now like a quarter of the pie or or, or even less? And that's really where it came down to the decision of like, what do we love? What do we still want to do? But what can logistically we do and and what can we make or what makes sense in the season so that we can prioritize what matters to us most? Yeah. So uh, like Lindsay kind of mentioned on photography, if you have noticed, and I feel like we've, you know, we're, we're sharing little snippets of this journey and this, this shift on our Instagram pages too, as we've kind of been mm-hmm. walking through it a little bit. So hopefully you've noticed some of these. We are both basically now just kind of shifting back to, yes, we're slowing down everything, um, giving us the capacity to really shift into, you know, motherhood, wifehood, homemaking, but we are, because we are downshifting the heart so intensely from our perspective of like what our yeah. day-to-day is going to look like, we are both like, okay, we're going to supplement and increase our photography a little bit more to kind of now be, it still allows us the freedom, the time flexibility. We can book as much or as little as we want, depending on the season. Like I'm probably going to keep booking a good bit until, you know, we get pregnant, have a kid, whatever. And then I'll probably shift it down a little bit. Um, it just gives us a lot more flexibility because photography is so like, I don't know, like one well, man can, show compared yes, to it, the heart. <laughs> I, I think you said this to me when we were having a conversation, like a real honest talk. And you were like, I can make the salary that I'm making from yeah. the heart. Like if I book one wedding, like you, you, you were just like, I, yeah. and, and the work trade-off is completely of like, in order to drastic. book one wedding, it, it, it is, it's not that it doesn't take work, but it like, it does not take the same amount of work as a daily grind of like yeah. trying to keep a, like a, a hamster wheel going Yeah, that is like literally requires your hand to be so in it. And yeah. so heavily, pr- like, I don't know what the word that I'm thinking of is, um, just like, involved, I guess. Yeah. Because um, realistically the amount, cause we're, we were pouring so much back into and in building the heart, investing in the heart, building it, building it. So Lindsay and I were taking like a relatively reasonable salary. It was really, it's really good, yeah. you know, but it was relatively reasonable to be completely honest. And we're paying like full teams and investing all this stuff. And so for us, when we were like, okay, we're working, you know, 30, 40 hours a week on the heart, making a, a good salary, but a reasonable salary that's becoming very, very stressful and more and more time consuming for us. What if we pulled it back? And like Lindsay said, it was like very honest of like, okay, what if, what would it look like if we booked one wedding a month? Like how much time would that take us? How much work mm-hmm. would that take us? How much stress would that require from us? And we were just like, man, that just makes sense right now. So I feel like like because photography can be a one man show or not that you can't, obviously you have like people that you could hire to help with photography, but you control the level of bookings just by the model that it is. You control how big or small you want it to be. Mm -hmm. Whereas what we've done with the heart without drastically taking things away, which is what we're doing. Like you can't, it's like, it's a whole, it's a tank and you have to have a full team on board to manage yeah. the, the, the big machinery with all the moving cogs and parts and pieces that is occurring in that company. And it's like, oh, you know, this is, yeah, it's a whole 
there's no pause button on a company like this. Like you either go full force or you completely strip it down to the bare bones, which is kind of what we're doing. So Mm -hmm. if you, I I will say in, in it being intentional to pick photography back up. Also, when I started doing it, I literally didn't announce that it wasn't like I was like, I like had a formal, like I am opening up weddings again. Not that I ever closed them, but I just, I, I definitely like, just didn't have capacity and yeah. like would turn bookings away in, in depending on what season. Yeah. But like, I didn't make like a formal announcement. I just like, I all of a sudden had like sudden clarity on like, oh, my account's a photography account. Like, I don't know what, <laughs> it was just like such clarity. And I also, I think as my kids get older, I'm just like, I have so less desire to just be like an online influencer. mother influencer. Like, I just yeah. don't, I... I don't know. And so when that shift happened for me, I was like, oh, I mean, I can still share personal. Obviously, we teach this all the freaking time. But like, I, there was just like a clarity shift that I was like, this, and it, there was a lightness that I yeah. felt that I was like, oh, I love this. And not that I don't love the heart. I love the heart so much. But like that, the heaviness of the of the hamster wheel monster cog yeah. thing that, that we had built, like it, it didn't feel the same. And I was like, I can, this just feels light. I don't know how to explain it. Well, I feel like it's just that you're, what you're describing is the grace and the peace from the Lord. That was a huge signifier and signal to us of like, we love the heart and we are so like, I am so proud of what we have built this company to. And who knows what God has for the future of it someday. I don't want to be like, well, this is the end of the heart as you know, it ever was. And now we're, you know, who knows? I like God could do something crazy and who knows? Like we didn't see this decision coming in January of 2023, like at the beginning right. of the year, we did not see this decision coming, but it, it like, as proud as we are of this company, I cannot tell you how much peace I feel that we are making the right decision. And because of that, because I think it felt like, I don't know how to describe it. It, it felt like, let me, let me tell this story. <laughs> when, when I lived in my apartment in Ventura, uh, my first apartment that I lived in there, I lived like right on a main road and there were cars that would pass by all the time. There was neighbors below me, like all around me. Cause it was an apartment complex. There were people all around me. I lived there for two years and I loved every single minute of those two years. I didn't even notice the loud car noises. I didn't really care that there were neighbors so close to me and all around me. I lived with Copper and I would take him out every day. And yeah, there were moments where I was like, oh, this is annoying. But I was like, I get to be outside multiple times a day. It was like bliss. It was like cloud nine, rose colored glasses. Everything was perfect. The minute God began to prepare me to move to my next place, the it was like a month before I like found the listing and like knew God was moving me to like uh, my next home, which is a house in a like secluded neighborhood and all quiet and all this stuff. I started noticing the road was louder and mm-hmm. like it was really bothering me. And my neighbors started getting louder and I was like, oh my gosh, this is annoying. And it was like, began like the grace. That's how I described like the grace lifting is that those rose colored glasses came off me and everything felt harder. It felt more yeah. annoying. It felt more difficult. That is how it, the heart has kind of felt not that the heart is, is, was bad in any way. It's just, I definitely felt like we did not realize we thought it was hard work that we were doing, but I genuinely believe there was a grace lifting from the direction we were taking the heart and it began to feel more draining instead of fulfilling and more difficult instead of like, like happy and easy. And, and we didn't fully realize that until we made that decision. And then it was like, oh, the grace lifted. And then mm-hmm. the grace began to shift over to motherhood and homemaking and back to photography. And, you know, not that we ever hated photography, not that we, like, I actually felt like my passion was returning for it, like full force, like bonfire blaze, like last year, mm-hmm. um, before I even felt like I had the capacity to pick it back up again. I was just like, I'm ready to shoot. I could shoot this weekend. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm like so excited. And I had no idea that was God preparing us for this decision and being like, I want you to go back to, you know, a business model that gives you a lot more freedom and a lot more mm-hmm. flexibility. So yeah. I don't know if <laughs> I feel like we've just rambled. We've probably potentially made it sound like a lot more dramatic or serious than it really is. Or well, I hope uh, here, here's, here's one of the most dramatic things that I think people will not expect. And I promise when I say this, this is not me trying to be salesy. This is no. not, no, no, this no, is no. not a manipulation tactic. This is genuinely the truth. I, I, as of right now, this la- like, cause if we, if we're just doing the podcast and the workshop, the last heart conference will be the one this fall in Dallas 
in from the 10th to 12th. Um, we, if this is full transparency, we, before this decision, we planned to launch the, we planned before this to do it one, like every 18, 18 months. months. Um, so our plan was to launch the 2025, like spring of 2025 conference, which would have been the next one at the end of this yes. conference. So like last day. Yeah. Um, and basically like give people that were there, you know, a discount or whatever. Um, that will not be happening because that we, not that like we love in-person events and part of the decision love of the doing, conference. I know we love it so much. And it feels like, why would you shut it down? Um, it's like growing and, people. The the name right. of it is getting out there. People are seeing it. People are excited. Like, why would we do this? <laughs> um, but in thinking of like the robust systems that re- are required to, to build and plan and then market to like a 300 person conference mm-hmm. and not that it even has to, even a hundred person conference. That's still a lot of people yeah. that, that need to like buy a ticket to come to something that requires a lot more robust systems. And it just requires us to be bogged down again with like the day-to-day grind. Yeah. Um, or, or to hire someone to, to do it. And we, we are just not in the place of like wanting to do that. And so we love the in-person events, but, um, that will now felt, be carried out with yeah, the workshop. What, what felt aligned to us was doing the photography workshops, uh, once a year, because mm-hmm. it, they're just so they're a lot simpler and they're obviously like a lot less people. It's like 30 girls. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that is moving forward. So Again, I promise I'm not trying to be salesy because I know a lot of people are like, oh, I, I won't be able to make it this time. Like I'll buy a ticket to the next one. This is just me being fully transparent. There will not be a, a next one. This will be the last heart conference. Yeah. That's not to say that there won't ever be one in the future. I could maybe like six years down the road, maybe we want to like pick it back up and do something like this again. Like yeah. I, I totally believe that that could be an option maybe, but I also like, I could also I know see that it never coming back. Like it's right. so hard Genuinely. to say. Yeah. And like, I, I know with full confidence that this is the direct, the direction that the Lord has us in right now. Yeah. Um, and so like, it, I'm very sad about it, but I also like have peace. Like we mm-hmm. just said, like that, just like surmounting, is that the word, uh, peace surmounting? Maybe that's not the word. I don't think I don't that's know. the word you're trying to say. Probably not the word. It's I'm all encompassing. Yes, that's a hundred percent the word I was trying okay. to say. All encompassing peace um, is just like we feel that so fully on this decision. So yeah. um, this will be the last conference, and there will be no future like I guess like challenges or new like, course launches. New and course launches. Or- I mean, the shop will always be open. So like you can always grab, you know, your email templates or a website template if you want or PDF mm-hmm. guide or anything like that. Um, Cause like th- those are so helpful to people and we love having a place to provide that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so one photography workshop a year. So those, if you are here for the workshops, no fear, my friend. Oh, also let me say this too. I didn't think about this ahead of time. Lindsay and I are still doing one-on-one business coaching. Like, yes, we are still working with dozens of entrepreneurs every year, walking you through starting and scaling a business. So even though we might not be doing like the like conference a course or yes. a new course on marketing, like you can always come and work with us too. Like we are fully, 100%. we are still running the heart. We are still running our photography businesses. We are still like investing in silent businesses and passive income streams. Like we are still entrepreneurs 100%. And we are still business coaches. We are still serving entrepreneurs in any possible way. We're but, just now no longer offering it in the way from the heart that we have before. Or, yeah. yeah. And that we have in the past. We're just taking the heart. Thank let you for me, clarifying that. Let me also try to describe this. I feel like the heart, we were like building this skyscraper that had all these layers, all these levels, all these different like departments, all these different, you know, avenues of it. And we basically got up to the top of the skyscraper and realized, oh my gosh, this is like so much work. We have to climb all these stairs all day long. Like it was exhausting. And we're like, you know what? Let's bring it down to a cozy, like home, like a four bedroom Mm -hmm. house again. And let's serve our entrepreneurs out of this house versus a massive skyscraper. That's a really good analogy. Because also like by doing that, you leave the skyscraper money on the table, but you get a lot more peace. And it's just, yeah, it's just simpler. And yeah. So I don't want you to think like, oh my gosh, they're no longer like entrepreneurs. They're lo- no longer educators. They're, you know, or they don't have anything to offer me. Yeah, if the, I'm heart, not a photographer. the heart is completely shut down. Like, no, we still have this podcast. This podcast will not change what you have been getting mm-hmm. from it will stay the same. Um, you know what we have exact, everything is basically the exact same, except our day to day is going to so dramatically shift by not coming out with 
you know, a conference every 18 months, plus like new courses, plus like backend systems that are just so complex. Like I can't even describe to you how much work some of these systems require from us. Like our day-to-day is going to really shift. But from your perspective, I hope that it still feels like you are welcome in our home anytime. And you can walk in and walk out, like walk in cup empty, walk out cup full. Like that is our heart and our desire. And hopefully you don't feel like the door is closed and that there's nothing here for you anymore because that is the opposite of our heart. Yeah. We're just shifting the where your cup can be filled. Yeah. We're, we're changing address and Lindsay and I will be dramatically life improved because of it. <laughs> Amen. Well, that was a, that was a lot. That was a lot. Yeah. I'm kind of nervous for this to air. I'm like being, really, really nervous. I'm really, cause I feel also feel like this is like, I'm not sure how it'll be received. I'm not sure. Well, this sure. is the biggest shift. I remember when we did the episode on like, we're going, we're changing the podcast from two to one. And that even was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm also like, this is very vulnerable. Like it is. I don't also think people will be happy about no conference. Yeah. And it's, it's very vulnerable too. Cause in a lot of ways, like, I don't know, we, we changed our, our plan because in a lot of ways, because it wasn't working. And so that's yeah. very humbling to also be coming at you as entre- entrepreneurs and well, nobody educators. talks about that. <laughs> nobody t- talks about that. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. And to be like, hey, we had this whole plan and I know it's still possible. That's the other thing is I'm like, we could still hustle. We could still spend a couple of two, three years building out this model and it yeah. probably would work. We probably we hit just, a breakthrough point. Are in a season of life where we, we put it's our foot not, down not and we said, to. no, we, we are not willing to do that. Yeah. Or we value our family and our peace. Like, our peace too much. And this is where God's leading us. So thank you for being here. Like genuinely, thank you for being a part of this community, a part of the heart. I can't start crying or I will just... Literally, (laughs) I think we felt it at the same time because like literally my tear Uh, ducts started started coming up right now. Because it's it's not a goodbye, but it it definitely is like a... Stop it. You know, stop. I can't... You can't cry because then I'll keep crying. <laughs> I just it, it's it's not a closing of the doors completely. Like it's not like we're just shutting completely down no. with the heart. But but genuinely from the back end, we podcast once a month and one comp or one workshop a year. I like mean, that. we're gonna go down from 30, 40 hours a week to maybe one. I was gonna say like maximum three. Like but well, on a podcast week, it might be more. Yeah, also the true. the absolute the absolute irony of by the time this is hitting your earbuds, we live in the same location. The yes. absolute irony. We were, absolute like, irony. we were like, oh my gosh, business partners, we're going to be together in the same location. The heart's going to grow even bigger. And now it's like, God's like, and please set that to the side and yeah. build your families. So, okay, let me get back to the sappy stuff and try not to yeah, cry sorry, about it. Sorry. I'll just try to freaking not to cry. We love you. And we are so grateful. You have changed our... I'm going to cry. You have changed our lives in every way imaginable. And this like is the hardest decision I think we have ever made as business owners. And I know, you know, there might be some disappointment or, you know, whatever from, from some. And I, it's totally understandable completely. But I also know somehow that so many of you are going to come and support this and, you know, be on our side. And the fact that I know that, the fact that Lindsay and I know, like, we are all in this together and we are all building, you know, businesses that God has called us to build and pursuing Him and pursuing life, changing the lives of our customers, our clients, our audience, as well as the lives of ourselves and our family. And we're all in this together is yeah. just like the most. I don't even know, mind-blowing, life-changing, heartwarming thing in the whole world. Mm-hmm. And I just thank you for coming along on this journey. Thank you for supporting us when we were growing. And thank you for supporting us as we're you know, downshifting, as we're decreasing, as we're going from the skyscraper to the little cozy home. But you are always, always welcome in our home. And we will continue to have doors wide open at all times for you just in a smaller and cozier capacity. Mm, Amen. Yeah, no, literally, thank you so much. If you're listening to this podcast, if you've listened to any past episode, 
like, like at all, if you've left us a review, if you've taken any single one of our courses, if you've bought any of our products, if you've attended any of the conferences, if you've attended any of the workshops, like from the bottom of our hearts, you have literally changed our lives. Yeah. And I genuinely hope like that we have changed yours. Yep. Okay. Okay, Well, (laughs) we love you. We will see you on the next podcast episode. That won't change. If you want to chat with us about this decision, if you would like to share your heart, if you want to just connect with us, like we are, again, doors wide open. Come to the Heart and Hustle podcast um, Facebook group. Link will be in the show notes. Just come DM Lindsay and I personally on our personal pages. Links in the show notes. Come DM the heart. Both of us see those messages coming through. Like email us. We're we're just, we we're here. We're, we're in this, this journey of entrepreneurship together. And we're in this business of building businesses that support the lives that we've always dreamed of living. Amen. Amen. Amen.